0: Jesus concerning you when Paul wrote this he wanted to make it clear giving thanks is important in fact it's so important that it's the will of God for you to do so just take a second let that sink in it's the will of God to give thanks now, we have lots of things to give thanks for. I'm standing here in good health. I'm breathing. I'm alive. I woke up this morning. You know, I've got a job that I can provide for my family. My family has health. I have a church to come to. I have the ability to stand before you and confess my beliefs. I've got a God who's walking with me every day. So much to give thanks for. But when I thought about it, why is it so important that God has it to be his will for us to give thanks? I mean, he blesses us with a lot, and that's important to think about, but I really got to stewing over this. And I fully believe that God intends for us to give thanks as a means of reflection on the blessings we have to see the need in others yeah. cuz when you can see what you have and you may not have everything everything may not be going right but you've got more than someone else and when you're aware and you're conscious and you're thankful for that car you're driving it may not be perfect but you got a vehicle right. you got a job Amen. you've got a warm house it may not be as warm as you want it but you got heat not everybody does there are so many people in this country in this world that go hungry every day there are people who don't have clean water to drink they don't have a roof over their head it's important not to lose track of what you have it's so important Jesus called us to help the least of these. In Matthew chapter 25, starting in verse 34, it says, Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was in hunger, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me in, naked, and ye clothed me. I was sick, and ye visited me. I was in prison, and ye came unto me. And down in verse 40 it says, And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Jesus stated this to show the disciples who were with him. God's in everyone. And he made it clear, when you're helping the least, view it as if you're helping God. You're reflecting that love he gave to you when he picked you up out of that miry clay and set you on solid ground you're extending that hand of help as a bridge of love to God I said it last time it was up here sometimes we're the only, only Jesus people see and what what do you think they see when they're in need and you know they're in need and they've told you they're in need and you say yeah I'll pray for you but instead of yeah, I'll pray for you. You go, let me do you one better. I've got a little extra. Let me help you out. Or, yeah, I'll, I'll stop what I'm doing right now and I'll help you get it done. Because that's the love I have for you. Because that's the love God showed to me. When someone's sick, you know, you don't always want to be visited, but sometimes it's nice to have someone to come and comfort you. Sometimes it's nice to have someone to knock on your door with a warm bowl of soup. When we see people in need, that being thankful can really put it in perspective. Because you see them hungry, or lost, or cold. And it really makes you think, man, it is kind of cold today. I've got another jacket at home. I'm sure this one will fit him. And you give them the coat off your back. And it feels good in the moment, but then you really get to thinking about it, and you really change that person's life. And it may not happen that day, and it may not be in that moment, but a seed was planted. And you never know when that blooms. And you never know what they'll do if they didn't have that. Because when trying times come again, they'll think, man, that guy from the Apostolic Lighthouse or that woman from the Apostolic Lighthouse, they really helped me out when I was in a bind. I know where to go. God will be able to help me out there. He's helping them out and he helped them help me. Maybe he can help me more. And we draw them in that way. But giving thanks isn't just important that it's in God's will. Jesus himself gave thanks. In John chapter 11, starting at verse 41, it says, And they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me, and I knew that thou hast heard me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he thus had spoke, he cried with a loud voice, "Lazarus, come forth." And we know that Lazarus rose again. He came out of that tomb, living and breathing. A miracle was performed. But Jesus, before the miracle was made evident, because he knew Lazarus would rise. He knew he was brought back to life. He made a point to show those around him that the first thing he did was give thanks. Because he knew, he knew the miracle was already performed. It was already set in stone. It was happening. Lazarus was going to walk again but he took the time to say thanks. He could have just said, all right, come on out, Lazarus. You're up, I know you are. But he took the moment and made it a point to say, thank you. Thank you for hearing me. Thank you for answering my prayer. That's how important it is. God's always working. He's always moving. He's always making a way. And we can lose sight of that. And that's a dangerous place to be. Being unthankful is very, very dangerous. That's right. yeah. Paul stated in Romans chapter 1, starting in verse 21 says, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Paul was speaking not only from experience, but from the people he knew that heard the stories of Jesus that probably even seen Jesus perform miracles. God himself robed in flesh among them, performing miracles, fulfilling every prophecy made of the Messiah. And yet, they couldn't see it. Why? Why couldn't they see it? What changed? A people that were so faithful that they would follow Moses through the desert just to make it to the promised land. What changed? They became ungrateful. They forgot to stop and say, Thanks, God. You know, things may not be great, but they're good enough. Thank you. I know they're going to get better. Instead, they turned away from the God that brought them out of slavery. How many times? Countless times. The God that built up their walls and protected them, that blessed their flocks and fed them. The God that said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. They turned away. They fell into their vain imaginations and crucified Jesus. What they didn't realize is they were paving their own path to salvation. God was extending forgiveness to them, even in that moment. But they let their hearts be led away from the light of Jesus towards darkness. You can see it throughout the gospels that the Jewish people were lost in their traditions. They were fully committed to being hypocrites. The churches were full of money changers. And they had lost sight of the God that has delivered them so many times, devoid of love, to the point where they couldn't even see it. Right in front of them, probably even shook hands with Jesus, and they couldn't see it. Romans 1 and 23 says, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like the corruptible man and to the birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. They took what God was and what God did and turned the creator into the creation. They started worshiping those false idols, viewing God as the creation not realizing the power that God had wielded before them or the path that God had laid out and led them through. Through the darkest nights and the hottest days, they forgot all about it. And maybe the stories weren't being told. Maybe their parents didn't tell them to be thankful. But not a single one of them in that moment could have realized what God was doing until it happened and many hearts were changed and many minds were opened and i'm sure that one day they sat and heard paul speak that or maybe they even read the epistle that he wrote to the romans and said oh man that was me i was ungrateful i was lacking thanks and then you know for a fact they started telling people hey You got to be thankful for what God's doing, because you're going to lose sight of it. You're going to get buried in your traditions, and you're going to forget who God is. I don't want to get to that point. I don't ever want to get to a point where I wake up and don't look up and say, God, thank you. I've got my feet on the floor, and I'm ready to go. Life may not be perfect, but I know you're moving. So thank you. We're called to be thankful, but we're also called to come into this place in thanksgiving. In Psalms 100 verse four, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Psalm 95 and two let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms Mm. to come before god with thanksgiving not just giving thanks in prayer in the quiet place but to come and boast those thanksgivings among his presence with his people in this place giving thanks With a joyful noise, praising his name and exalting him. What a better place to do it! There isn't one. This church, a church, whenever you're in the presence of God with like minded believers, in one mind, in one accord, with thanks and praise, there isn't a better place to be than in God's presence like-minded believers. You could see miracles done before your eyes, just like Pastor said. With such faith, those cloths touched Paul, and people were healed. It can happen again. It wasn't just something special about the apostles. It was God. It's the same God that's among us now. It's the same God we pray to each and every day. It's the same God I'm speaking of right now. Jesus hasn't changed, and he never will. That same power they wielded was granted by the same Holy Ghost that's within you. It doesn't have to be just stories we read. It can be stories we live. With a thankful heart and a right mind and the faith to do it, God will move. Like the faith of the grain of a mustard seed. Mountains will be moved. We can do it. God will do it. And we brought those prayer cloths and we prayed over and We all have needs. And God's going to move. I believe it. Amen. In faith, I know that God will make each and every one of those needs fulfilled. Amen. But when that comes to pass... Don't just sit and go, oh, yeah, that's great. On to something else. What else do I need? What else is God going to do? Stop and take that moment and say, thank you. Thank you for what you did, and thank you for what you're going to do. Every day should be another opportunity to focus on God and say, thank you for what you've done, and thank you for another opportunity to serve. Hey man, what a great word.